smartcast you're listening to a hindustan times production brought to you by hd smartcast hello and welcome to the hd branch podcast the weekly companion to your printed copy of hd branch where i your host karishma kunzang from team branch give you a behind the scenes of what you'll be reading on sunday There'll be interviews with the biggest Bollywood celebrities talking about things that matter to them. You'll also get to know a little more about the columns by Veer Sanghvi and Seema Goswami from the columnists themselves. Why should you listen to it? Well, it's one of India's top Sunday magazines. It has the best editors, columnists and opinion leaders bringing you what's happening around town. Listen on for an additional dose of brunch. This series is available on hdsmartcast.com, India's fastest growing podcast producing platform. Hey guys, how's it going? I'm an only child, so I don't really have any actual brothers to tie Rakhi to. But I have made many many mobile bhais over the years. and all with their consent and without you know randomly springing rakhi on boys on rakshabandhan but uh, this included friends and cousins boyfriends of course till they became exes and what not but today i feel it has a deeper meaning to it instead of just the typical woman is going to go and tie rakhi to her brother a man who vows to protect her i think it's more about i'm going to tie rakhi to someone who has my back irrespective of gender well this rakshabandhan we got actor artists duo kubra and danish to spill the beans on how their bond has grown stronger over distance uh, who apologizes first and who the overprotective sibling is in a chat with me i also managed to get danish to sing and play a little something for us and make his music debut so you also have that to look forward to listen on for more Hi Kubra and Danish congratulations on your HD branch cover and welcome to the HD branch podcast. So let's Yay, begin Hi. Hi and let's begin with the very beginning which is yes. what's your first memory of your sibling? Either one of you can go first. Oh I remember Danish uh, was I think by mistake dropped by me or my mama and uh, his uh, forehead was so sensitive that he had this big huge you know uh, swelling on his forehead and it was just like really really freaky for the whole family but then as Danish grew older like if he had to cry or if he would get like you know like tense or crying that big huge swelling which is always appear and he was a very very fair child when, <laughs> when he was born and this was like his distinct scar you know he was literally the lion king ka simba types oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right danish what about you <laughs> i don't have the first uh, memory as such but i do have my favorite memory Um, I think it was uh, her and I going to college and school. She would drop me and go to uh, college. Oh uh, yeah, I study at uh, Frank Anthony Public School, and uh, she would go to uh, Jyotinivas. Okay. Um, Fabs was in Cambridge layout, and Jyotinivas was in Kurumangla. These were mm. the good old days of Bengaluru when we didn't have uh, too much traffic, and yes. uh, she had a black color TVS fifty, which I still think is one of the. Greatest bikes I've ever sat in, uh, uh, you know, as a billion on, 
and she would drop me and then go uh, to college. So I think uh, the time that we spent on the road, uh, waving at familiar faces because, you know, Bengaluru is such a small city. Yeah. Uh, you know, we would uh, uh, come across the same people and we'd wave at them and uh, laugh a little bit and go to school. So I think uh, those are my favorite memories. Nice. If I may add to that memory, <laughs> uh, I remember Danish and I had this little game that we would play and we mm-hmm. would pick the most efficient person on the road. Because we would have a habit of leaving late. So, we would pick the most efficient <laughs> person on the road to and tail. Follow. So he's like, and tail. Follow this guy, follow this guy, follow this guy. Yeah, yeah we would tail that person. So, we used yeah. to follow him. So yeah, that's, we used to do that. Uh, do you still do that? <laughs> uh, I mean, now we have to chase cars. But <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, I just now got just my eyes. Headlights. I just got my eyes uh, tested uh, last week. Uh-huh. Um, I, I think I can do it now, but prior to this, uh, I wouldn't have ever tried doing something like that because <laughs> my vision wasn't the greatest. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Next up, um, who's the more possessive sibling? Bye, bye. Danish is. Danish? Yeah. Danish is. Cool? is. Easily. <laughs> what? I don't even need to take a done. breath. <laughs> yell at somebody. No, no, I'm just possessive. Um, I think uh, uh, Karishma, when it uh, comes to uh, family, I think uh, I uh, tend to always be the guy who, uh, you know, jumps out, takes the first foot forward and says, hey, this is my family. Um, and, and even Kubra is the same way, but I think I just am more expressive about it. Uh, Easily. Yeah, I do agree. I'm extremely possessive, not just of her, but my my possessiveness uh, goes right down to the T. Uh, mm-hmm. The windows aren't left open because my biggest fear is my cat will jump out. My cat's <laughs> 10, by the way. He oh, doesn't. Wow. Uh, yes. But I'm just paranoid and possessive as hell. So um, I'm trying to break the habit, though. I'm trying to be a little more relaxed. Have you scared of any potential partners? <laughs> uh, no, I think, I think, our, I, I think uh, our personalities are enough for that. <laughs> hey. Uh-huh. That is true. Uh, What's the one thing um, that about your sibling that annoys you? Only one. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think uh, mine would have to be the fact that she'll call and then I literally call back in five seconds and she's thrown her phone so far away and gone away to I don't know where. (laughs) Like you just called me five seconds ago. How did you not take my call back when I called you. I don't understand where you went, right? Uh, so I think I think that troubles me a lot about my sister. Kubra, where do you go and <laughs> and uh, what's the one habit of Danish's that annoys you? Danish is one habit that annoys me. Nothing. Well, I can't think of anything that annoys me right wow, now. Wow, Danish. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's really hard for me to think of it because I think we're so expressive with each other. We just say it and then we're done and we're like we dust him and move along. So I don't really uh, hold anything to my heart. All right. Okay. Uh, what's the one thing that you've learned from your sibling? Ooh, that's a heavy question. But again, only one thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing. I think. Uh... Um. Yeah, you go first. Yeah, uh, Karishma, uh, for me, mm-hmm. um, I think the one thing that I learned, uh, that I have learned uh, from my sister, uh, 
mm-hmm. is uh, learning never stops. Uh, so you keep learning along the way. I think that's what I've learned from her because every time she has lessons, she shares it with me. And every time I have lessons, I share it with her. So mm-hmm. I think uh, if I have to, you know, uh, contain it to just one lesson, it would be that learning never stops. I think that's what I've learned from her. Nice. That is great. Thank you. Uh, I think the one thing that I have learned from Danish and I really appreciate uh, this quality about him is the fact that he knows how to stand his ground. Mm -hmm. Um, He's someone who, uh, you know, uh, stands uh, very firmly with what he believes. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's, it's extremely encouraging for someone to have that kind of uh, resilience to your thoughts and your beliefs. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I wish, you know, I, I wasn't as uh, easily swayed by various perceptions, but Danish does have mm-hmm. one perception. He, he sticks by it and, and he stands his ground. And I think that's very, um, in, a, in a way, it's very noble for him to like stand by what he believes. And I think that's, that's a very cool quality that he has. And I appreciate that a lot, you know, in him as a person. Oh. Okay. And what's the best piece of advice your sibling has given you? Oh, my brother has uh-huh. only one advice. She gives me over and over again. It's, it's his recent 2020-2021 uh, advice. Mm-hmm. Meaning just choose your battles. Yeah, just choose your battles. Yeah, this is not <laughs> your battle. <laughs> this is uh, consistent okay. advice to me in the last two years. So I think it mm. rings in my head even when I'm sleeping. This is, this is not your battle. Yeah, don't choose like you don't know, just choose your battle yeah <laughs> danish what um, about yeah i think uh, the thing that i've learned uh, from uh, my sister the one advice that uh, uh, isn't that the question advice yeah the best piece of advice What's she's given you yeah the best piece of advice she's uh, given me is uh, uh, nothing comes in a hurry you got to uh, be patient i think uh, sometimes i do exhibit those qualities of running out of patience. I think uh, she's uh, uh, more than once uh, helped me piece that and uh, stay put together. All right. Hey. <laughs> can I add one thing that I love? Sure. About that? I think that is unbelievably cute. And no matter how many times it happens on repeat, mm-hmm. it still like melts me into a puddle. He doesn't mm-hmm. look at his audience when he calls me Didi. Oh my <laughs> God, it's the best. It's the best quality ever. No, because you know, when siblings grow up and no matter Uh, how close you were as kids, when you grow up, you tend to like, you know, refer to each other by their name. Yeah. And I remember I was hosting a show with Dan, my first show with Dan ages ago. And he said, and now Kubra is going to take this forward. And it was so unusual for me to hear my name from his mouth (laughs) that I literally stopped in my tracks. I forgot my words. Because I have oh. never heard my name from his mouth. Yeah. But now I've kind of gotten used to it. But still, every time he says my like he calls me or addresses me as Didi, I melt into like this puddle of awe. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> All right. And now, um, what's the worst piece of advice your sibling has given you? Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> I'm uh, sure... No, nothing. Actually, nothing. I'll be honest. Nothing, Karishma. Um, wow. Yeah. I mean, that's Even I can't that's the reason why yeah. we're... Uh, I mean, I guess uh, that's why uh, we're siblings because uh, the idea is never to push each other into yeah. uh, 
dark tunnel, but it's about watching each other's back. So I can't think of an occasion, or I can't think of anything. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Yeah. Okay, that's wonderful. Okay, and who got into trouble more while growing up, and who gets more into trouble today? My sister gets oh. into trouble now, and she got into trouble as a child as well. <laughs> But to add to that, my brother took quite a few blames, and I think that's very cute. So thank you, that. <laughs> Tell us about ah, no how, how this worked. I'm very interested. Yeah, no, but honestly, I think Danish said this before as well. Like we aren't that, uh, you know, the the, the sibling. Um, uh pairs that you speak of where you know like, oh yeah we prank each other and oh my god right this and you know he pull my hair and we don't have those things you know between us it's not dramatic at all it's just very like uh i think uh conscious and it's it's been a relationship that we have genuinely worked on over the yeah. years because it happens you know like when he was younger he went away to boarding school i had my life then when he came back i was out of the country and we could literally plot points on the globe to say so we weren't always physically mm-hmm. in connection with each other to hug mm-hmm. each other and say this is going to be okay mm-hmm. and we made the best use of all resources we had or tools we had to still stay connected and i thought that was the incredible learning through our relationship as as people as individuals all right and um so coming to that and since you know um you haven't physically been in the same place the longest uh, for long periods um <laughs> who's the one who keeps in touch who's the one who doesn't message uh, forgets to reply oh, both you of know? us do both of us do i think uh, yeah, uh, yeah both of us do the thing karishma is um, i think uh, no matter um hmm. what relationship it is in in the world be it siblings be it friends be it uh, you know family or work i think it just happens when you keep in touch yeah um, and i think the onus has been on both of us and we've uh, very diligently and uh, uh, very diligently and faithfully done that as uh, siblings uh, because yeah. we've, right, we've been at different uh, uh, points in different parts of the world uh, but mm-hmm. we've never lost uh, sight of uh, each other as siblings we've always watched over each other's back yeah Yeah that is true that is true like for me i think there was a time when i just fell off the map and when danish pointed it out to me is when i had to make an effort and like it was uncomfortable uh, to you know have it have it shoved in your face to say that no you aren't being a good sibling right now and you need that kind of Mm-hmm. uh wake up call as well they say mm-hmm. this is what i need from you for this relationship to work and i think that communication is something that both of us have worked on over a period of time and i think it comes with honesty it's really hard to not be honest about these things because what's yeah. the point of communication after all right okay who apologizes first or uh, you know do you guys own up to your own shit and you're like okay you know i'm sorry i kind of lost it the other day I mean, do you guys own up, or is there somebody who always apologizes? <laughs> Dude, I apologize first. Okay, <laughs> I apologize irrespective, and Are I know he will agree. And <laughs> 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 the elder no. one, मेरे नसीब में ही apology लिखा है. Hi, sorry, sorry, sorry. बोल के पैदा हुई थी. तो मैं sorry पहले बोलती हूँ. Nanish is very quiet. He's like, no, I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> No, no. I mean, uh, I, uh, I mean, uh, I don't really have much to add. I mean, except for the fact that when we 
do have a fight there's resolution yeah that's important who apologizes doesn't matter the resolution shut <laughs> up he thrives on my apologies keep quiet he can get load credit credit where due i mean uh, you know you can uh, you can uh, kill a person and say sorry but uh, Uh, you know it is a very noble soul to forgive uh, and forget and oh, <laughs> fantastic you got the old uh, any sense out of what i just said right now yeah so you who apologizes first yeah yeah i think that's very clear <laughs> all right and finally what would be the ideal rakhi gift that you would ask your sibling to i mean if if your sibling could get you anything what's the one yeah. I, one thing that they should get you or Uh, no so karishma i wouldn't ask for anything uh, monetary mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the, yeah yeah uh, the i mean no there's no there's no elixir there's no oasis that i want my sister to find me um, except for taking good care of herself and uh, you oh. know uh, being kind not just you know to people around her but also to herself i think uh, yeah. that would be the most meaningful gift uh, to me um that's it and i think for me considering you know this covid situations kind of been blown out of uh, our you know i mean blown out of our hands and our mm-hmm. control i think more than asking uh, each other i would just be like hey can we please go on a holiday <laughs> i oh. think we all i think both danish and i are just begging for a holiday <laughs> right now so i think that's something we both are looking forward to um And yeah, I think that's what I would ask. Like, hey, let's go on a holiday. <laughs> I think she is doing a holiday though, but she's doing it with my wife. So, so. <laughs> oh well. Uh, yeah, she's going on a holiday with my wife. Like, because I'm it's going off. Yeah. No, I'm not. The, in fact, I'm the missing wheel. Yeah, I'm the missing component. <laughs> I'm going to work. What? Yeah, yeah. I'm going away to work for a couple of months. So, uh, Anya and her will go together. Okay. <laughs> Fun. All right, Danish. I have to end with um, asking you to play us a little something since you've been tinkering on the guitar. See, there was no plan of asking you to do that, but now <laughs> you did oh, it. Oh, sure. Pleasure. <laughs> This is the first time my guitar skills are going to be anywhere. Yay! <laughs> Please forgive me. All right. Go for it. Right, Happy birthday, Dan! Happy birthday! <laughs> hey, no, I know a little better than that. Okay. You can tell the world you never was my girl. You can burn my clothes up when I'm gone. You can tell your friends just what a fool I've been and laugh and joke about me on the phone. Yeah, you can tell my arms to go back to the farm, or you can tell me you, or you can tell my feet to hit the floor. Or you can tell my lips, or tell my fingertips, they won't be reaching out for you no more. But don't tell my heart, my achy breaky heart. I just don't think it understands. And it can tell my heart, my achy breaky heart. It might blow up and kill this man. Thank you so much. Thank you everybody thank you very much be well <laughs> bye What is authentic chinese food If the word spicy jumps to mind when someone says chinese cuisine then you've obviously not had the authentic version 
The Chinese food we get in India is tweaked to suit desi taste buds, which means that it'll have uh, oodles of masala. I mean, Indian masala. And then there's the moment when, you know, tandoori momos became a thing and we knew that the Punjabi version of Chinese food or uh, Chinjabi food was here to stay. Even today, when I sit to order in Chinese food, I know that um, what I'll be getting into is essentially Chinjabi. But mostly I follow my mom's recipe, uh, which is a Darjeeling version of it, much different um, than the Chinjabi uh, version of it. But um, it does have a punch of spice, but different form of it altogether. But listen on to what HT branch columnist Veer Sangmi has to say about the cuisine. By now, I think all of us know that the Chinese food we get at restaurants in India is not really Chinese. It's not authentically Chinese. There are many stories of people taking Chinese visitors to India to Chinese restaurants and the visitors enjoy the food and they say, oh, we really like Indian food like this. Are there any Chinese restaurants in India? So yes, it's not Chinese food that any Chinese person would recognize. But how is it different? What are the defining characteristics of Indian Chinese food? Well, I argue in this week's column, there are actually two lots of Indian Chinese food. There's the Chinese food that was made popular in Calcutta by the Chinese who settled over there. And they incorporated Indian spices and tried to make a tikha kind of Chinese food, but not really that tikha. That happened in the 1980s when the Punjabis took over and decided they would serve their version of Sichuan food. A version so unusual and so unique that nobody in Sichuan would recognize it. They put in lots of corn flour, they had thick sauces, there were a lot of deep frying, and they put in Indian masalas, they put in chili, they put in ginger garlic, which is the basis of all Indian food. And they created a cuisine that was completely different to anything anyone in China had seen before. But how does it work? What is the defining characteristic? How is it made? Well, this week I try and explain. I think we've all inherited the habit of stashing away precious things monetarily or figuratively in whatever way it's precious and waiting for special occasions or whatever to use them. My mom does it. She has all this fancy crockery and china and I'm guessing even clothes from all over that she's just waiting to use. And I get it because I just came across an expired lipstick I'd stashed away because I love the shade and a perfume I've never used because um, I kept it so far out of reach out of fear of breaking the bottle. But if the pandemic has taught us anything, it's this, that we should do the best we can and um, you know also do the best we can in terms of uh, living in the moment. I don't mean go all out and splurge but I am saying that maybe you shouldn't leave off that uh, backpacking tour trip for another five years. Well here's what HT branch columnist Seema Goswami has to say about the topic. As part of our mission to resume normal life, I headed out to dinner with a friend last week. It was a lovely evening, but what really struck a chord with me was the lovely demitasse cups in which she served coffee after. They looked a bit familiar. They were the same enamel patterns, embellished with 24 karat gold and platinum. How did I know that? Well, because I had the identical type of cup sitting at home in a cupboard. They had been given to me as a housewarming present when I first moved into this particular flat of mine many years ago 
I'd taken one look at the description. 24 karat gold, platinum, and I had just stuck them in a cupboard, thinking I could not bear to use them every day for fear of damaging them. So I was full of admiration for my friend for using them in such a casual, understated manner at home. When I told her that, she looked at me pityingly and told me a story about her mother-in-law, who was a woman after my own heart and stashed away all her nice things in a cupboard, until one day the cupboard fell down and all the stuff in it shattered. That would be my fate too, she said, if I didn't use my nice things. So the very next day, I went home. I pulled out the cups, put them under a tap, washed them out and stuck them under my espresso machine. Believe me, coffee never tasted quite as good. I've known bassist Gaurav Balani for over a decade now and we've always been talking about music or work um you know whether it was me uh, reaching out for ideas and like bouncing off ideas uh, or advice um but uh, the pandemic conversations I've had with him have been more enlightening and nostalgic as we've had uh, time to you know deep dive into subjects and also reminiscence about uh, the indie music scene from a decade ago a conversation that made me kick myself for not asking him to play for us um, you know with his band in a lab which also features um, Archit Anand on the keys Suyash Gabriel on the drums and Shashank Singhania on the flute besides Balani on the bass of course and uh, we got them to play a track for us which also features um, Nusrat Fateh Ali Khan Saab's student Dhruv Sangari on vocals. Hope you like it. Hi everyone, my name is Gaurav Balani. I play bass for a Delhi-based setup called Inalab. We recently released a single called Sitaron Se Aage featuring Dhruv Sangari on the vocals. The song was written for a beloved friend of ours, Sonam Sherpa from Parikrama, but it turned into something bigger once the pandemic hit us the second time around. We decided to dedicate the song to all the people who've lost their lives during this horrible time.
Thank you for listening to our song. Have a great Sunday brunch. The weekend is when you take a break from a hectic week, whether it's work from home or work from work. It's also a day to develop perspective on things by not just consuming news, but also analyzing it by listening to different points of views and figuring out what you feel about it. We hope we've been able to do just that with today's HD Brunch podcast. Feel free to give us feedback and suggestions on HD Smartcast on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or DM us directly at HD Brunch on Instagram and Twitter. To listen to more podcasts, log on to hdsmartcast.com or suno nay nazariye se. I will see you back here next weekend with another dose of entertainment that keeps things real. Till then, happy brunching, guys. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.